Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Hey folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1. I'm Ken Lewis, the director of FCA here in Idaho. And uh, on our show today uh, in the studio is uh, f- the former host of Heart of the Athlete, Pastor Tom Doherty. Tom, man, it's great to have you on Heart of the Athlete today. Well, it's certainly good being here, Kenny. I just uh, love being on the show and I love talking college football. And so I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I know this, uh, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk college football and uh and it's kind of, I know you and Dave Schaefer kind of started this yep. and uh, years ago, the st- I actually started this show here, a local show uh, to hear about the, the, what God is doing in the lives of uh, local athletes and coaches. And uh, man, what a legacy, you know, in partnership with the Schaefer family here and, uh, and, and the, really the vision, the creative vision that God gave you and, and Lee Schaefer years ago. So yep. thank you. Thank you. And for years you hosted this. I, yeah. I don't know how many years I've been doing this, and but we sure appreciate your help. And I know I'm excited about talking about college football. But before that, we got a couple things to talk about. You need to introduce a very special friend of yours sitting right next to you. I will. But and Ken, incidentally, you're the one who asked me to host this show when it first started. When you started this show, and I got to be the host for a number of years, and had to step back, and you uh, took over, which I was so grateful for. So I'm glad to be back. But uh, our guest today is my son-in-law, Tyler Schaefer, and Tyler is from Redding, California. He married my daughter five years ago. And Tyler is a huge sports fan and football fan, and so we've invited him to be a part of College Football Saturday. So, Tyler, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Good. And, Tyler, you graduated from Boise State, right? I did. I graduated in 2017. 2017. So you got an opportunity to go to all those great Boise State football games. and Yeah. Yeah, when I wasn't working, I was always at Albertson Stadium if it was a home game. So yeah, a great place to be on the blue and oh yeah, and of course uh, uh, the blue was started by Gene Blamar, who's yep. up back on our FCA board and a former athletic director there at Boise State for twenty nine years and and I uh, sure appreciate Gene. I know Tom, you served for years on our board, local board, about and, ten years. Yeah, and yeah. Gene is a phenomenal man. Oh, yep. so glad he's back. Yep. Yep. So the the blue turf, Tyler. Gosh, uh, what a, what a great place to be on, right? Exciting and electric. It, it meant all the time, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's no place like it on a Saturday night. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, folks, we're we're gonna get uh, going here on uh, talking about college football. But before we do that, we want to talk about an event that we have coming up with FCA. You know, here we are uh, towards the end of August, and we are approaching. Uh, you know, schools are getting started, and we've got football getting going. But we also have um, the uh, our FCA golf scramble for uh, as a fundraiser and a, an incredible time out there at uh, Falcon Crest Golf Course out there in Cuna, South Boise area, and. Um, so it's uh, it's we actually call it Tom the Bill Buckner Memorial FC Idaho Golf Scramble, and I know you served with Bill, and uh, you know Bill and Jody, and uh, um, 
So, yeah, I know you had a great time getting to know Bill over the years, didn't you? And I, I did, did, too. And loved talking to him because he was actually one of my favorites back when he was playing baseball. I told him I used to use his name in this little fantasy baseball. I'd, I'd <laughs> have a Bill Buckner on there. But Bill, yeah, was a great guy and so glad that Jody continues to support FC and enjoyed my years with Bill and uh, very, very thankful for that. Yeah, and it was just such a blessing to have Bill and, and Jody so much in, involved with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here. And then, you know, got to use all you guys, you know, to um, help grow this, you know, ministry, you know, here locally. And uh, we're grateful to Bill. And, of course, I, you know, I, my dad was a big Dodger fan when he was a kid. He was so excited when they moved from Brooklyn to L.A. because he was living in Southern California. And uh, so... Super excited about that. And I, I I remember, like you, you know, when Bill played for the Dodgers. And uh, uh, even on that Hank Aaron, when he beat the, the home run, that right. he, when he broke Babe Ruth's record, yeah. Bill happened to be playing center field on that game. The Atlanta Braves were playing the, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, Bill, you can see, if you look on YouTube and see the highlights of that home run going over the fence, Bill's the one climbing the fence just seeing if he could have a, a chance to catch that thing. And, and, um, but that's Bill and there's a lot of great Bill Buckner trivia. And, uh, well, that's great. And this is a great fundraiser and it's a great golf tournament. We always enter, uh, two teams and, Hey, and we've, we've had actually a three-peat. Our, our one church team has won three times in a row. That's <laughs> probably not going to happen this year as Pastor TJ has a broken knee, and so he won't be making the trip. So That's right. He's yeah. helped carry that team. Yes, but you, yeah. got, you got some other great golfers on that team. Yeah, now, so it's, uh, no, I think our chances are pretty slim this year, but it doesn't matter. We, we just want to pour the money into it because yeah. it's a huge and great cause. Yep. Yep, it is. So, folks, if you're interested in either golfing in the, in the FC Auto uh, Bill Buckner Memorial Golf Scramble, um, it's September 29th at Falcon Crest. And uh, we start get started at 730. You can go to fcaidaho.org uh, and get more information and register. If you want to sponsor a whole, if your business wants to help support FCA and can use that, and we help get some marketing out about, uh, uh, you know, you and your business at all, as well as uh, our uh, be a flag sponsor. And I know your church has helped supported the FCA ministry here for years and years and years, Tom. And we so appreciate that. And, and with, you know, and, and at this event too. So thank you. Well, Kenny, uh, FCA has changed so many lives. So many kids give their hearts to the Lord, even every summer, your summer camp. Yep. It is a life changing ministry. And that's why I've always said, people, please support the Fellowship Christian Athletes. I know I've been on the inside of it with you, and it is the real deal. It, and I wouldn't spend the time that I spent over the years in that if it wasn't something that had an impact on people's lives. Amen. Well, thank you, Tom. So. Oh, FCAidaho.org, folks. Well, hey, we want to get talking about some uh, Boy State football, and then we're going to talk about some other teams, too. So, uh, boy, I know we got to be out at practice the other day yes. together, Tom. Yes. And uh, pretty exciting, right, being on the, the practice field there on that grass and, and, and watching some of the, uh, the, the practice. So uh, tell me about some of your thoughts about this year's team. And then, Tyler, we're, we're going we're gonna to go to you right after that. Yes, well, my thoughts, I think they're going to be uh, pretty decent. Of course, we have a local tie from our church, Austin Bolt, who plays. And so I'm in touch with uh, a lot that's going on. And by the way, he had a great scrimmage that day. He caught five passes and two touchdowns oh, in yeah. that scrimmage. Yeah, it's number and, 81, right? Yes, yep. and, and Taylor Green, the quarterback, he threw him uh, most of those passes, and they say Taylor Green can throw the ball like eighty to ninety yards. They said it's just amazing his his length. But I, I think they're going to be what, great. Like six six six, six five, seven, and six, he seven. looks in person. I 
talk to him in person. He looks like he's 6'9", and he is a specimen of a man <laughs> and a handsome guy, too. I'm telling you what. But he's a boy. I think he's a future. And he's, he's the second fastest on the team next to Austin Bolt. Yeah. My goodness. And, yeah. and so, so Green is going to be probably our number two or three, depending yeah, on how that, that falls. That guy from Oregon State is good, yeah. too. So it's a yeah. battle. But Kalen yeah. Green is the real deal. And what a nice man and a Christian man. Yeah. You know, you got to like that. Yeah. But God. anyway, I think we're going to be great. Scott Madlock is going to be phenomenal. He is uh He's going to be, I think he'll go in the NFL. There's going to be a lot of great things. Yeah, Scott, yeah, he's from uh, Homedale. Yeah, right? and yeah, his parents, uh, who he was adopted by, used to go to our church. Hmm. So I've got a connection with his folks. But And Scott's going to be what position? Scott is defensive lineman. Yeah, D-line. But he is a real Tackle. deal. He's 6'4", 305, and quick. But, I, you know, Boise State opens up at Oregon State, which I get the chance to go to the game, so I'm excited about that and uh i think the chances are good and and tyler you know you and i talk boise state a lot what are your thoughts yeah i mean i think they have a really good shot at winning this game um this is the toughest game of the first four that they're gonna have they if you know boise state wins at oregon state i mean they're not only are they going to be one and oh but you're probably looking at being four and oh through week four going into a big game with san diego state on august 1st or excuse me october 1st so um it's an important game it'll really show what this team is made of one of the things that oregon state's really good at is they're really good at running the ball so that was kind of a little bit of a pain point the beginning of the season for us was our rush defense but as the season went on i think air force was the only one where we allowed more than 100 yards or 120 yards right. in the game so and all air force does is run the ball right so i think they threw it like two or three <laughs> yeah. times that game yeah. right so yeah. yeah i mean if if our uh, if our defense can hold up to the to the rush i don't i mean our defense can get us anywhere our defense can keep us in every game right. and it's our really going to be our offense yeah you're right our defense is looking really strong and a lot of returners and, and some some great players solid players and we're too deep yeah, Maybe. very deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. JL Skinner probably is going to go to the NFL for sure. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why is it that we we get Air Force always gives us a battle? We can't hardly control that triple option. Well, they're just so good at what they do, right? I mean, they um, it's just crazy. Yeah. Is it the discipline because they're military? I mean, it could be that. Um, you know, you're not playing against triple option teams every week, and Air Force knows how to kind of adjust for each game. Um, it's harder to adjust for the triple option because it's a completely different style of offense that you're going to see all year. How much time do you realistically spend practicing for Air Force throughout the season, right? Well, it's kind of like in wrestling, too. If, if you get an excellent single leg you know, takedown, but you have multiple setups for that single leg, then... I mean, you could be pretty much still unstoppable, you know, with, you know, doing all the disguising that you can do in wrestling with one particular move. And so same kind of thing to your point. Yeah. Not to get too far ahead of in the schedule, but uh, when you're playing Air Force, I mean, you just got to step on the gas right out the gate because their offense isn't built to come come back from 28 down or 21 down. Even I mean, if you can get out to a three touchdown lead in the first quarter early into the second, I mean, you have a good chance to win that game just because they can't move the ball that quickly. Yeah. Well, and going back to looking at um, that September 23rd at um, El Paso, El Paso. Yeah. I mean, they were a bowl team last year and Boy State up here, you know, handled them really well, but they're actually, did well last year and this will be at El Paso. So that'll be good. That'll be a good test on the road, you know, for Boise State. And I'm going to be at that game too. Oh, fun. Yeah, I get to go to that game too. So I'm excited about that. I'm, 
been very fortunate. My friend Joy, you know, she's taken us to several oh, of these yeah. games, and my wife gets to go to the New Mexico game too. So it's it's going to be a fun season. Well, one <laughs> of the things I think is going to help us is offensively. I think our line is really solid. In fact, yeah. I I refer to Phil Steele's magazine because it's one of the most accurate college football magazines there is. But he has our starting lineup. Uh, just real quick, the the line. These are the sizes of our guy: six two two ninety five. He's the little guy. Six five three ten, six five three zero five, six seven three hundred, and six six three hundred. Hmm. And these guys are all solid guys. And so if they can uh, block for our quarterback, which we think would be Bachmeyer, but uh, you know, and get these ends open, uh, it it should be good because they're they're really high. Stephen Cobbs are high as a kite on, and they've been talking a lot of Billy Bowens lately. Yeah. And of course, Cutter's son is in the mix Davis, too, yep. and and then uh, hopefully Austin Bolt. We're hoping that he gets a lot of playing time and. Yeah, he's Austin's kind of looking at it as a number two guy, one of those receiver spots, right? Yeah, he's a. They, I, there's usually about five they rotate, and so I think he's in that rotation, and I, I think he's going to have a a great year. But I'm optimistic, and plus he's a very close family friend, so I, you know, I I root for him, of course. But I root for all of Boise State. Yep. Well, looking at that line too, you know, John Njoku, Um Oh, he's. I've known John since nice he guy. was in uh, junior high there. Yes. And he was involved in FCA in yeah. North Junior High and then as well as uh, Boise High School. And, of course, John was a wrestler, too. And uh, his brother is playing over at C of I. Nice. And, um, but uh, it, was, it was cool. We got an opportunity to talk with John a, a little bit there after the scrimmage on uh, this week. And, uh, man, just the nicest kid. And, you know, he just, you know. He just hasn't changed since he was a junior high kid, man. Just, you know, of course he's big. He's He's huge. He's He's like 6'6", 300. He's huge. uh, But just nicest, nicest young man. I mean, I call him a kid because I remember him in his junior high, high school days and his involvement with SCA and, but. um, I got to talk to him last week. In fact, spent uh some time with him, probably 10, 15 minutes in a conversation with Austin and, and I told him how I'd followed him over the years and what a nice man. You're right. I just, uh, and boy, was he big. You know, I'm a good-sized guy myself, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm 6'2", 265, you know, and I'm a little guy next to these guys, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're built differently for sure. So, Tyler, any thoughts on our offense this year? Yeah, I mean, our offensive line, um, you know, we're, we're going to be as good as our offensive line takes us. Um, a big part of that is health. Um, yeah. Eight games, there were eight different games where we had a different starting lineup on our offensive line. So you have guys rotating in and out of positions. And as long as that offensive line stays healthy, I think we're looking at a um, at a really good at a really good season. They're going to be able to protect Hank, and I think it's going to also open up the run game. Yeah, speaking of run game, boy, let's talk about those running backs we got. Yes. And George Shalani, of course, is back. And you know what a great Christian kid he is. Mm-hmm. I have had a great time talking to him twice the last uh, couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. and he is just a great Christian kid. And But he is he's back and healthy. If he's healthy, we're good. But what about that uh, title of that freshman kid? Yeah, Ashton GT. I mean, it sounds like out of practice, he's getting a lot of reps. He looks good. Um, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a good second running back behind George. But George has got to stay healthy. Um, he's had mm-hmm. some difficulties with health, and it's unfortunate because he is such a dynamic player. Yeah, um, he really is the most important player on this offense well, he, with he everything that hands, he can do. Yes, catches the ball well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but you're yeah, totally agree. And Tyler. you talk about a nice man. I mean, mm-hmm. he is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in life. Oh, yeah. So yeah. nice of a guy. Well, and then we got another local kid, that Tyler Crow out of Skyrim. Yeah. And uh, I actually uh, know 
his mom hmm. and uh, grew up and actually we used to work with his uncle and and back when I was just out of high school but it was kind of cool just to see Tyler get a scholarship was it yes. last year yes. and then and just getting more and more reps which is really cool and then we have you know we we have that Utah State transfer yeah Elion yeah 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 and uh, he uh, they're well, high he, on him too he gave us a, he he had some good runs when we played Utah yep. State last year so he you know that'll be a change of pace a little bit a little different style and then uh, you know you mentioned the the Texas kid who who actually I think uh, came here and, and was it gray shirted I think he. I think he came here in the spring. He came here, yeah, I believe he he uh, started classes in January. So he's been with the program since early yeah. this year. They're well, that, really counting on him. They, I heard from some of the insider guys that that this kid's a real deal, yeah, real so deal. The, so we got depth. Yeah, we have some great depth. And uh, that practice we were at the other day, we saw. Um, yeah, it was just exciting to see. You know, you know, uh, Ashton. Get some, oh, a lot of touches as well. So that was really good. So, well, hey, defensively, we already talked about Matt Locke and you already talked about um, Skinner. Uh, JL Skinner. But um, man, Zeke Noah's back. He seems really healthy He's there. Great. Linebacker. Um, Irwin's back. Tyreek Jones. Yep. Tyreek. Boy, he, he had a, he had a, he's had, you know, some great moments and some really solid play over the last few years. What, what's your guys' thoughts, Tyler, on our defense and then Tom? Yeah, I think our defensive backs is going to be the strong part of this team. Um, you know, we're going to have to find a replacement for Kaniho, but there is a lot of depth at defensive back. Um, it's still kind of uncertain who's going to be um, that replacement for uh, Kaniho. But mm-hmm. regardless, I mean, you have JL Skinner, who's NFL talent. Um, you have Caleb bl- Biggers. Uh, they're really high. Yeah, on. Caleb yep. Biggers is a solid player. And then um, I, I'm drawing a blank, Jones, but he moved over Tyreke. to the Nickelback. Um, Markel Reed. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. No, I was Tyreek Jones. He he yeah. he moved over to Nickelback. So he's kind of a, he's a really dynamic player. He's yeah, going to be able to rush, and he's also going to be able to keep up. Two hundred and four pounds. Yeah, yeah, and he's going to be able to keep up with speedy receivers. So yeah, I'm very high on our defensive backs. I think that's going to be really big. Yeah, we you know we've got some great height with the, and the yes, defensive back. No, yeah, yeah, yeah that do. hasn't always been the case. No, but um, yeah, but man, exciting stuff. Well, and then our kicking, oh, our kicking game, our man, Thomas, boy, he's phenomenal. Yeah, and he's uh, he's already on the pre-watch list for all these major things because mm-hmm. he's so good. And to have a good kicker like that is invaluable. Yeah, know? and uh, what is he a sophomore? Is that right? Uh, young, he's still young, right? Sophomore, I feel like junior? last year was his. Tr- I don't think he. Was I don't know. A, there's the COVID year stuff, and yeah, you know, he might be. There's a, things still in play there. <laughs> he's a sophomore. Yes. Yeah, five eight hundred and seventy one yeah. uh, pound yeah. sophomore. Boy, but, so so solid, right? Oh, I mean, solid. Yeah, a and lot. a local kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta like that. Well, exciting stuff, and we're, so we're looking at the schedule. We kind of talked about there, uh, you know, a little bit about the schedule. The cool thing is we have two, like you said, after those four, first four games, we've got San Diego State and Fresno State here, October 1st and 8th there. And those are going to be great games, right, with uh, with Boise State and, um, you know, having those home games is exciting. And then, you know, like you were talking about Air Force and, the you know, the challenges that Air Force brings, we have a, they've had a bye week yeah. before that. So that that could bode well for that. Well, I hope so. Uh, that's uh, that's just always such a hard time. Tyler, who do you think is going to be our biggest competition in the conference? Biggest competition? Um, 
I, it's either going to be San Diego State or Fresno State. Um, they obviously play in the different different division, um, but you know, I think I think we're going to be able to make it through the Mountain Division and get to the championship game. I think we have loads of talent. The one thing that scares me is we do play both San Diego State and Fresno State, and if you beat both of them, it's really, really hard to beat a team twice in the same season. Right, so you might face them again in the championship. Right? Yeah, yeah, and like I say, exactly. we got Utah State, who won the Mountain West they last did. year. We beat them down there. You can't count did, that but, out, yeah. And then the, the game at, at Wyoming, November 19th. You know, well, they got such a great coach over there. Yep, yep. High elevation, Wyoming, yep. late November. Could be some weather. You never know. So, um, well, I see Boise then, State is ranked 40th in the Phil Steele Power Poll. Um, it's not a ranking of the, uh, but it's just ranking a power ranking. And we're the highest, I believe, the highest ranked uh, team in our league. You know, Fresno State's 46, Air Force is 47. Hmm. So I, I hope that's true. And Auburn's 19, oh, Harson. Oh, really? Is, uh, 19. They used to be in well, top for 10 him. That's, power pole. That's great. Good for we'll that We'll see staff. what happens. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, and the one game we haven't talked about is the BYU game, November 5th. Oh, boy. At Boise this yep. year. So, uh, you know, Boise had a, you know, BSU had a, Upset last year in Provo. Yes, they did against BYU, and uh, so this will be a this will be another great game to look forward to. It's a lot of great games, and so well, hey guys, we got about four or five minutes here left. What else in terms of college football? Let's maybe kind of look out. Yeah, you know, across the country here. Yeah, what well, are you thinking, Tom? Well, Alabama's rated number one again, but don't they deserve it? How many times they've been there? I mean, you can't hardly not rate them number one, and of course, Ohio State right there with them, and and Georgia, and this way, Clemson's back up to number five. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Notre Dame again is up there, and of course, Notre Dame has a tough first game of the year. And then we talked off the uh, before air about USC with their new coach Lincoln Riley. Yeah, and and they're uh, and they have tons of transfers really? and and some great guys, and so they're huh. anticipating USC now being in the midst, and so that's going to be interesting. The question's going to be what of these uh, non-power schools like Cincinnati and some of those? What are they going to do this year? I mean, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Starts off at Arkansas, so we'll have a real test to see where they're at. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, and they lost a ton of talent, um, but they also had a really good recruiting class. Who so. do you think, Tyler? That's anybody to look at that think about the coming year that might make a noise. Well, if you want a little bit of a, a regional local tie, um, Utah. Utah's a team that a lot of people think can make the college football playoff. Um, and they're going to be a fun team to watch. I believe their quarterback's getting a little bit of love for as a potential Heisman candidate. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't count out teams like Michigan, Baylor. Can't count out Oregon. Um, I don't know. I think I think there's going to be a lot of exciting teams to watch this year, and I'm excited to see a lot of the upsets and just who kind of <laughs> cra- who's who might be crashing the party come the end of the season. I just really hope that. Uh, there's a lot more parity this year than in years past. I think a dark horse for me might be Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I think Ole Miss may mm-hmm. may surprise some people this year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Tyler and I, we're hoping to do a uh, 
college sports podcast if we can get mm-hmm. it rolling here shortly but because uh, mm-hmm. we love talking college football and, and we'll do some predictions and stuff to start with this season and see what happens but yeah, yeah well, it'll be this, a lot of fun maybe this could be uh, one of the show zero um, yeah, yeah exactly. there you go yeah. there you yeah, go. this is a trial run yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah trial run but um, it'll be fun but uh, you know more than anything else Kenny I, what I'm excited about Boise State is is uh, Mark Thornton and his yep. chaplaincy over there. He yep. has such an influence on these kids. There's so many of them that love Jesus that are really wanting to live for Jesus. And it's mm-hmm. so neat to see before the game that 90% of the team or more comes in and prays before mm-hmm. the game in the end zone. They don't have to do that. And then they invite the opposing team yes. to pray. And, and afterwards, around afterwards, the circle. Yeah. It's just an amazing mm-hmm. thing. And some of these guys, just talking to them, man, they just have a real love for the Lord. And you don't see that when you're thinking about the team. You're thinking sports. Right. But man, to know that, hey, the greater thing is our walk with God. Amen. And I'm yeah. glad that I have a Christian son-in-law who loves the Lord and a Christian daughter. And, you know, he's, like I said, big in sport, played high school basketball. And uh, it's just so important that we keep focused. And Boise State, I hope, will stay focused uh, spiritually as well as uh, physically and mentally. Yeah, you know, uh, I remember reading that book, Season of Life, and uh, one of the moms came up to the, at the preseason barbecue, came up to one of the assistant coaches and go, hey, coach, you know, what what kind of season are we going to have? And he goes, well, we'll find out in 10 or 10 or 15, 20 years, you know, about who they're, who these young men are going to be. And of course he was a Christian coach and he was, you know, porn, he was actually a pastor too. And, and, uh, Joe was, uh, you know, obviously had an impact of Christ on that team. And, and, and same kind of thing you're talking about, you know, obviously we grew up here, we're fans of Boise state, but we're also rooting for them on a spiritual level. And that's, Absolutely. that's the most important thing. So. Absolutely. I know I wrote, I root for the, I think his name's Alan, the last name of the guy from Nebraska, tight end number 11. Uh, he's a great Christian guy who's in the FCA magazine. And I always root for those guys. And I find yep. out they love the Lord and pray that God yep. would help them be a living influence on the field and. It's just uh, it's just wonderful to use that forum for the glory of God. Yep, Amen. like you did in wrestling. I mean, yep. you've used it over and over. Yeah. Well, guys, man, time has flown by, and uh, man, it's uh, been a lot of fun. Tyler, it's yeah, great to have you, you on Heart of the Athlete today. Your first time on Heart of the Athlete. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you bet. And Tom. Thank you for being a heart of the athlete, and it's been fun talking some football with you guys. And Kenny, it's always a pleasure, and uh, just love you and love what uh, Fellowship Christian Athletes all about. Amen. Well, appreciate you too, Tom, and thanks for all your 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 support personally and your your wife's support as well as uh, your church and how you guys have been such great partners in the ministry and investing in what God's doing in the lives of coaches and athletes here. So. Well, folks, thanks again for joining us today on Heart of the Athlete. If you want to get some more information about FCA or the Bill Buckner Memorial FCA Idaho Golf Scramble on September 29th, go to fcaidaho.org. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You